this political coliseum, we slay the rising beast with the fateful sword of truth that transcends hypocrisy and censorship. It's time to unleash yourself from the tyrants of media propaganda on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. This is Unleashed, the political news hour. Okay, this is Unleashed on the America Out Loud Network. I am an under-the-weather Chris Michaels. I believe if we're doing the, the zero to ten sick as a dog quotient, I am probably at about a six out of ten uh, on the sick as a dog scale. Uh, I've got fever, chills, I'm hot, I'm cold, uh, aches, no aches. Uh, coughing the whole nine yards. So I will be riding the cough button as a broadcast professional so that I don't hack into the mic. And I will press on because as a broadcasting professional, that's what I do. Uh, I have been taking ginger root and turmeric. I, I've been putting it into these these blends. I, I broke out the ninja. I don't know if anybody out there has one of those where you make, you know, you're, you're not your juicing, but you you can make shakes and all that out of it. And I'll tell you this, I am not making delicious tasting shakes. However, with the ginger, with the turmeric roots, I feel a lot better within about 15 to 20 minutes of chugging that stuff. I don't know what it is. I mean, we've heard all kinds of stories about how ginger root and turmeric work for everybody. I, I will validate that. I will say, yes, that's exactly what it does. Now, it's a bit tedious to peel all of those roots because once you're done, I mean, your fingers are yellow or orange from, from those roots. And you sit there and you're like, oh, God, how do I get this out of here? Uh, but so I <laughs> see this is what I mean. I'm coughing now. Uh, so that's what I have been doing over the past couple of days is just trying to nurse this thing and press on. I, I'll tell you something I should have done. Uh, just like everyone of you, you should go to AmericaOutloud.shop. I should have gone there and picked out some fine products so that I can press on and move forward with my illness, uh, specifically Cofix RX nasal solution. I bet that would have worked wonders if I was paying attention more. Um, so that is something that we need to take care of, too. So go over there, AmericaOutloud.shop, and you can... Pick up some very very good products over there, and you will not have a uh, you will not have the same kind of horrible time as I am having. Okay, so over the past couple of weeks, or actually I should say over the past week, we've been seeing some really outrageous developments, especially against Trump. What's going on in New York, and what is happening all across the globe, actually. Uh, New York has just gone sideways when it comes to their lawfare. I mean, the liberals in New York are just bizarre. I mean, it's it, it wouldn't be so tragic if there was actually a just case against Donald Trump or uh, now the NRA. Because what New York has decided to do is just go after these people and go after these organizations as if they were mega criminal enterprises and then come up with these bizarre stories about why they're doing what they're doing. 
And if you've got your media outlets supporting you with all of this, and you've got all of the other people within the industry, within the bar association in, in New York, and all of that, then you're just able to do whatever it is that you want to do. It doesn't matter if it's legal or not. They're just going to support you. They're going to cover your tracks. And they will enable this kind of travesty of justice to continue on and on throughout 2024 to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't get into that office again. I mean, you even saw stories come out about Democrats saying that they will not certify the election. Well, why not? I mean, I thought this was the big argument back in 2020. We have to certify the election no matter what. Now the Democrats are saying, well, we don't have to certify the election, especially if Donald Trump gets in there and he wins fair and square. I mean, it is sad, but it also says that these people are horrified about Donald Trump and what he represents. In other words, us. He represents people that are the basic strap hangers, the regular knuckle draggers, the people that go to work, the ham and eggers that make this country run. That's what Donald Trump represents. And he even went to a conservative, a black conservative uh, uh, rally, and he knocked it out of the park. And the Democrats hated that. Oh, how could he do this? How could he? How dare he speak in front of black people? Yes, yes, Donald Trump does connect with black people. I, I hate to tell you this. I'm sorry to be the one to break the news to you. Not only does he connect with black people, he also connects with Hispanics, Jews, uh, white people, Asian people. He connects with a lot of groups. The guy got his start in New York City. If you cannot coordinate and get along to some degree with all of those groups, you're not going to get anywhere. New York City is probably the most multicultural center of civilization on the planet. And in order to run your business, you've got to be able to negotiate with people from all walks of life. So, oh, gosh, how could he be doing this? It's the typical play that the Democrats try to run up the flagpole every single election year. And that is, if you're black, then you're a Democrat. Uh, no. Let, let, let's look throughout history and see how many Democrat policies have actually helped out black people or have helped out minorities in some way. I mean, look at all of the cities. How long have these cities been run by Democrats? New York City, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., uh, name some West Coast, San Diego, San Francisco, L.A. Do those people scream heightened civilization? No, they don't anymore. Between all of the migrants coming in there, all of the lawlessness, thanks to these rogue district attorneys and rogue attorney generals and so on, you now have a society that is being plundered in some form or another. They're creating chaos because they want people to be confused. They want people to not recognize the places that they grew up in or the places that they decided to move to and start a life because they're trying to revamp society. 
And in order to do that, they need everybody guessing as to why these events are occurring, because there are going to be machinations in the background that are really being orchestrated that allows them to create the new society that they particularly want. I will tell you this. New York City is very hard right now, trying very hard, to get rid of anybody that isn't a Democrat. Particularly with what they did, Letitia James did to Donald Trump, and how she decided to frame why Donald Trump broke the law and took advantage of the banks and all of that argument, right? And then Angeron just went along with it. No jury, not able to bring in expert witnesses or anything like that. It was basically a show trial because the determination was already made before Trump even showed up in court. And we all know it. We all know it. New York City, by doing that, is going to be driving away businesses, particularly Republican or conservative businesses, because they want Democrat-run real estate organizations. They want Democrat businesses to be in there because that means it can be more woke and everybody will be happy, will have more immigrants, and so on and so on. So what exactly does this present to us? We're going to look at how Donald Trump is being made into a poster boy for people that are against the official narrative and the punishment that he has received. We're going to be looking at why they're doing what they're doing. And we're also going to bring up some of the methods that they use to create discord in an election year. And the obvious one always being race. Hello, Google AI and Gemini. It is ridiculous what these people are going to try to do in this election cycle. And it is up to us and people all across the America Out Loud network and all of your favorite podcasting hosts to bring attention to all of these rogue policies that are trying to not only manipulate the law and basically give a legal precedent to break the law, and it is also up to us to point that behavior out and re-elect individuals or elect individuals that uphold what it is to be an American and how America can be, in fact, made great again. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. 
cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit healright.com outloud or americaoutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Yeah, this is Unleashed. I am Chris Michaels. Uh, six out of ten dog. Six out of the... Oh, man. On the sick as a dog scale. How about that? I am plowing through, as I always do, being a broadcast professional. Uh, and I will move on accordingly. Donald Trump and what the Democrats are doing to him is an absolute travesty. So at this point, everybody should be aware that Donald Trump in New York with Letitia James and that hideous fat-mouthed judge, promiscuous judge, Angeron, by the way. Uh, for those of you keeping score, by the way, uh, Angeron is, I think, on his fourth wife. So what kind of degenerate is this guy? Anyway, moving along, Donald Trump had a ruling against him for $355 million. And then there was something else that happened. This is from JonathanTurley.org. He wrote an article for Fox.com. Pay to play. Trump faces a staggering cost for appeal. And he says that even though Trump got nailed with $355 million, Angeron went one step further. Trump's lawyers basically said, do not start the interest payments until we can go through the appellate courts and appeal and all that. Angeron said, absolutely not. Too bad. You've got to pay everything. Oh, and by the way, we're going to slap on another $100 million, making the $355, $455. That's half a billion dollars to just start appealing this stuff. This is outrageous. This is more than likely a violation of the Eighth Amendment because you can't do things like this to people that are going through the court's system. I mean, first off, we know how much of a sham this court case was to begin with, with Angeron, but now this, another hundred million bucks, people can't even fathom that. I mean, I think it works out to be $87,500 a day. So that's what, three, uh, $3,700, $3,800 an hour? 
Could you imagine that? You wake up, bam, $87,000. Uh, you waste an hour, bam, another $3,800. People can't even understand those sums of money. I mean, just for reference, the Eighth Amendment protects against imposing excessive bail, excessive fines, or cruel and unusual punishments. If that doesn't fit the definition of what Letitia James and Judge Engeron did, then I don't know what will. In order to file an appeal, the courts are also requiring a deposit for the full amount of the damages or a bond covering the full amount. Even with escrow options, he says, the call for cash or collateral can be enough to put some executives in what he describes as a fetal position. That's outrageous. And then Letitia James was also bandying about talking about if Donald Trump doesn't put up the cash, then we're just going to start confiscating his properties. Um, since when could you start doing this? You had the governor, Governor Hochul, saying, no, 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 no. Nobody has anything to worry about in New York. Uh, everybody can go back to doing business as normal. Um, sweetheart, you can't do these kinds of things and expect people, especially in the real estate industry, to not look at you sideways and go, um, I'm not doing business in New York anymore. If I am, if Trump, of all people, is going to be nailed for saying, oh, well, his property is only worth this much or my property is going to be worth that much, so I need a loan equating to this, that's what everybody does. And so Anchoron. Who I I oh I wish I had this I wish I think I do have it actually so Angeron did this ruling where he said that oh Trump is really um he's really just lying about the value of his properties to get more loans from banks now the banks said Trump repaid everything with interest and we'd love to do more business with him. That doesn't sound like anybody got hurt in all of this, but Angeron wouldn't have it. He claims that Mar-a-Lago is worth about $18 million. You can find news articles from the 1980s talking about how Mar-a-Lago is valued at $20 million, and that's in the 1980s. What do you think Mar-a-Lago is going to be worth in 2024, especially since it's the former president's residence? You think... That property value with water on both sides of the property, you think it's only going to be worth $18 million? And for everybody out there that says, oh, well, Judge Engron, he's just, he's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better. This is not true. Not true at all. Because Judge Engron is very, very palsy with somebody um, that is well entrenched in the real estate industry. You can find photos of them together. Stephen Rushmore. Stephen Rushmore is all about hotel valuations. 40-year career. He's basically provided, according to this article, um, 15,000 uh, consulting services for 15,000 hotels. 15,000. You're telling me Angeron wouldn't maybe want to call in an expert here or there 
to say, hey, is uh, is this really worth it? Is is Mar-a-Lago really worth $18 million? We all know the answer to that. Judge Angeron is just playing with the truth. He's choosing to not allow the truth to be in his courtroom. Because if he did, then this case would go nowhere. And then you can dig into all the ties and whatever else. If you want to do more digging into this, uh, into this guy, uh, like I said, his name is Stephen Rushmore. You can find a bunch of articles with him. You can also find a uh, a photograph with, between Judge Engeron and Stephen Rushmore back in August of 2022 in Roslyn Heights Country Club over in New York. By the way, being a New York native, I can tell you that Roslyn Heights is beyond wealthy, be absolutely beyond wealthy. Um, the people over there are Judge Engeron's type, hyper-liberal, um, masks, va vaccine mandates. I remember the whole deal. So he's in good company along with this other guy, Stephen Rushmore. So going back to what all of this is with Donald Trump, how could he even try and do something like this? How could Angeron nail Trump for this kind of thing? And then you've got the whole E. Jean Carroll nonsense. You know, that's when Donald Trump decided to take Miss Carroll up to a fitting room in a Bergdorf Goodman the first time he meets her and decides to grab her by certain parts of her body. That court case was $83.3 million. And then she goes on various television shows to say, oh, yes, Rachel Maddow, I'm going to buy you clothes. I'm going to go on vacations. You name it, we'll do it. How is this person allowed to say that I want, I'm a victim of Donald Trump? Doesn't seem like she's a victim of Donald Trump, does it? But this is, again, another example of the lawfare that is against anybody that goes against the narrative, whether you're uh, being on the MAGA side of things or you just don't agree with the World Economic Forum Republican types. Because mark my words, there really is no difference between Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell. No difference. And that's been the problem for decades. They work for the same team. Sure, they sit there and they claim to disagree about, oh, well, we can't have this vote. The Democrats are trying to do this. Republicans are trying to do that. And they're going to put the country as hostage unless we get a debt ceiling raised and all this. But at the end of everything, these people work on the same side. They don't want Trump. They allow it. Look at all the Republicans that actually stood up for Donald Trump against this bizarre ruling from New York and Letitia James and Judge Angeron. I, I don't see Mitch McConnell saying anything. I don't see Mitt Romney saying anything. Uh, Ted Cruz, where's he? And then Jim Jordan, I sure he says some things, but Jim Jordan is basically a toothless tiger. He comes out there and says, oh, look at this, look at that. Look, oh, we found this about... Uh, Biden and uh, Hunter did this and uh, we've got to go after. Okay, well, you brought all of that forward in year four of Biden's presidency. It's not like you didn't know this stuff before he became president. 
This, this kind of corruption on the Biden family goes back to at least 2016, 2013, 2014, if you're looking at the Ukraine and all that. So now, now you bring all this out into the open in 2024. Okay, well, are, are you really going to impeach him? So stop, stop. These Republicans know that their job can be longer lasting than another administration of Donald Trump. So they know what side their bread is buttered on, and they know who they're going to have to interact with and deal with over the next couple of years. So that's why nobody stands up for Trump. Another travesty in New York State, Wayne LaPierre said that, uh, well, he didn't say anything, but New York State and Letitia James, they nailed him for $4.3 million in damages for mismanagement and misuse of charitable funds. Him, the NRA, they also went after a couple of other people, but they didn't say that they would owe any of that cash. The jury that found LaPierre violated his fiduciary duties, causing $5.4 million in damages to the NRA, uh, said that this has got to stop. So, of course, you've got a New York jury that's going to rule against an organization that is for the Second Amendment. I mean, that's not too far of a stretch. And Letitia James also didn't waste a second to talk about this. She decided to sit there and call the NRA a terrorist organization, and it needs to stop. They masquerade as a charity or a philanthropic organization, but really the NRA is a bunch of domestic terrorists. Oh, yes, of course, Miss James. And uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Those aren't or couldn't be skewed as terrorist organizations. I mean, just look at what they did throughout the summer of love in 2020. It's outrageous that these Democrats think that we're stupid enough to not remember anything. But, you know, most voters out there, they don't remember anything. They're not informed voters like us, brilliant, critical thinkers, and lovable fuzzballs that do remember the travesties that we've gone through. I mean, I guess that's the word for the show, travesty, right? How many times have I said that? The verbal crutch will now be thrown out the window. Um, but there seems to be a little glimmer of light, a bespeckled little portion of hope here. Fanny Willis, Nathan Wade from Georgia, they are just basically creating chaos for themselves. They're cratering. Their efforts are going to be stymied and stopped because they are utterly corrupt. They know what they've done. And basically what they've done is Nathan w Nate Wade and Fannie Willis, they were having an affair, and then they lied in court multiple times, and they still tried to claim that, no, 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 we weren't doing anything, and everything is on the up and up. Well, cell phone records came out, and guess what? We find out that Mr. Wade and Miss Willis, they were fibbing. Lying, in other words, and all they had to do was look at these cell phone records. 
Turns out that Wade and Willis exchanged over 2,000 voice calls and just under 12,000 text messages from January 1st of 21 to November 30th of 21. Well, that's a problem. Geolocation data indicated that Wade was at Willis's condo at least 35 times. The data revealed also that he was stationary at the condo and not in transit. So in other words, he was doing some adult things. And by the way, this comes from uh, this article comes from Technofog over at The Reactionary, if you wanted to read the full article. Wade's visit to Willis's condo were corroborated by texts and phone calls. And following a call from Miss Willis at 11.32 p.m., while the call continued, Wade's phone left the East Cobb area just after midnight and arrived within the geofence location of the address. The phone remained there until 5 in the morning. So what was going on at that time? Because I thought, according to them, nothing was going on. Absolutely nothing was going on. They were just, yes, they're lovers. Yes, he is the lead prosecutor. Yes, Fannie Willis gave him almost a million dollars. But that's nothing inappropriate. On September 11th of 2021, Wade arrived at the condo address at approximately 10.45 p.m., left at 3.30 a.m. and arrived at Marietta residence at 4 a.m. He then texted Wills at 4.20. Okay, so here's the thing. The two visits listed above, those are just a small fraction of the 35-plus trips, right? And this is really, really damaging because if you're going to go after somebody like Donald Trump, you need to be squeaky clean. You can't claim that you are as pure as the wind-driven snow. You can't claim that, oh, yes, my uh, lead prosecutor, I've got no biases against him. Uh, he is just there because he believes in truth, justice, and the American way, and nobody is going to take advantage of American law. Uh, no, not when you two are lovers. Not when you've lied to courts about divorce timelines. And you saw just how rude and petulant Fannie Willis was when she was up there having to answer for her actions. Now, the big problem with this, and I've not seen it, is that the judge that was overseeing that little charade, he worked with Fannie Willis for like four years. He even donated to Fannie Willis's political campaigns. So once again, you've got a corrupt connection. And do you honestly believe that... Fannie Willis is going to get kicked out when the judge overseeing her, basically her ethics, um, gave money to her and worked with her for years. Of course not. They're going to be a they're going to be able to stage this and they're going to be able to get her out of hot water. And even if she is kicked out, I doubt that they would be able to stop the lawsuit against Trump indefinitely. I mean, they could bring it back up with another prosecutor. And all that. And that's the kind of nonsense that we see time and time again. How do we get these people out of office? That's what we really need to start looking at. And how do we hold these people accountable? Because what they're doing is extremely legally dubious. 
You can't sit there and say, oh, I'm Fannie Willis, I'm uh, Letitia James, and we're just upholding the law. No, nobody on this God's green earth, well, maybe in a third world country, maybe in a banana republic, has ever experienced anything in the same ways that Donald Trump is experiencing them. And this has only served Donald Trump very, very well. We're finding more and more support for him. More and more people are saying enough is enough. We see through all of this. I know Donald Trump is probably innocent. Maybe he's not honest, you know, with his business dealings, but whatever he did in the past wasn't this. It wasn't worth all of this. It wasn't worth $455 million. It wasn't worth wiping out his net worth so that he will have trouble running for president again. Oh, by the way, sidebar, one of a, uh, the top Trump uh, strategists decided to go over on X and say that Hillary Clinton is running. And I said this on my own podcast uh, months and months and months ago. Hillary Clinton came out there, did some wretched interview with some toady on the Democrat Party side, and she was all done up. All She, she spackled on the war paint, got her hair done. She was out there ready to make friends. And I said, aha, this woman has looked like an unmade bed all throughout Trump's presidency. And then now, now she's being made to look respectable. No, this woman is running. And then they did some like stupid car, like singing in a car snippet on social media. I'm not sure if you saw that Hillary Clinton, what looks like to be her daughter and some woman in the back seat. Um, and then I'm like, there's no way she's not running. She's obviously running. They're doing all the PR. They're all they're trying to make her look uh, all lovable and fuzzy. Oh, look how look how much Hillary Clinton is just like us singing in the car with her family. Now, the big the big takeaway from that little social media clip that you can find everywhere is that you got her daughter driving. You got Hillary Clinton in the passenger seat. However, you've got a supposed black friend in the back seat. I thought all of that ended with Rosa Parks. So once again, the Democrats thumbing their noses at civil rights and the movement. Um, but going back to Donald Trump, you have a more supportive base around him. These people and others in the independent arena are coming around to Donald Trump because they realize just how crazy these Democrats are and these and just how silent the rollover Republicans are, the Mitch McConnells and his dumb wife, all of those people, they're you don't hear a peep out of them. They, they no, they want Donald Trump locked up. They don't want him here. Tulsi Gabbard came out. A lot of people like her. I have my reservations. Uh my reservations about her. Um, she's seen giving little secret society symbols and photographs. So as soon as I see that, um, I, I go, okay, you're you're connected to somebody somehow. Um, and then she was on the World Economic Forum's website as a young global leader. I do think she sur uh, sued the World Economic Forum to get her profile removed. So I don't think you can find her anymore, but I have a screenshot of it. Um, so that's my reservations about Tulsi Gabbard. So she announced that the Democrat elite and the swamp creatures in Washington, D.C. have no respect for Americans. 
and they're driven by their insatiable hunger for power. And they say that Trump is going to destroy democracy. He will be a dictator in chief that if he's elected, it will be the last election in this country. And she says that this is laughable. This is so crazy. They're justifying their actions, what we've been talking about here, breaking the law, but somehow saying that it's legal, by telling themselves that they need to destroy our democracy in order to save it. It's lunacy, and it's the mindset and the mentality of dictators. They are waging a multi-front battle, and they will stop at nothing until they're successful. So ultimately, Tulsi Gabbard says there's only one guy that's going to fit the bill for the presidency coming up, and that guy is Donald Trump. And we have to watch out for the shills, the people that are funding all of these operations against Donald Trump on the Democrat side and the Republican side. You don't think there's a lot of money going against this guy? I mean, you thought that elections in 2020, which went over, you know, what, a billion dollars per side? You thought that was a lot of money? You've got no idea what's going on now. No idea. Um, but the, the better money, the people that support Trump, it's coming in. But you've got a lot more money. The Teamsters, they decided to sit there and, guess what, support Donald Trump. Teamsters Union makes first major GOP donation since 2004 following a meeting with Donald Trump. Weeks after they decided to meet with them, President Sean O'Brien and Secretary Treasurer Fred Zuckerman, along with other people uh, in the union, they said, guess what? It's time. It is time. We had a very strong meeting with the Teamsters, Trump said. And he also added on to that there was a strong possibility that he would get their endorsement. Apparently he did. So you know that it is pretty bad out there if you've got unions saying that they're going to back Donald Trump. Pretty bad for the Democrats, I mean. Maybe these union members are starting to realize that unfettered illegal immigration under a Democrat ain't so good. Maybe they're starting to realize that, oh, wait a minute, um, if we allow this lunatic in the White House, Biden, or the people around him, to continue with this unenforced lawfare on the southern border, then we're going to put our jobs in jeopardy. You're going to have a whole bunch of people that are willing to work for peanuts, if not anything, and they're going to take our jobs. You thought NAFTA was bad. Just wait until you see what happens when these people get into the workforce and Biden makes a run for citizenship. That's what these Teamsters are worried about, and they see Donald Trump as being the answer to their problems. I will be back after this. Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot, and AmericaOutloud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act, for our actions always ultimately define our words. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, Liberty and justice for all.
Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. Asiya, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Chris Michaels, Unleashed, the America Out Loud Network. You have been listening to that. I am under the weather, quickly wilting, splitting headache. I am experiencing chills, thrills, holding back coughs. So it has been a rip-roaring effort on my part, but being a broadcast professional, I can do it. Uh, if you want to hear more of me during the week, I do my own podcast, uh, Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Um, it's it's shorter podcasts. I don't go on for an hour, usually around 15 to 20 minutes, and it's a little bit more tongue-in-cheek than what I do here. Uh, so if you'd like what I'm doing, you can go and find Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels on all of your podcasting platforms, and you can get more of me to your heart's content. Okay, so I was talking about the funding and the money and where all this is coming from and where it's going. So Vivek Ramaswamy decides to call out Nikki Haley and also the Koch brothers. Now, the Koch brothers are the big-time Bush family, the billionaires, and they run this group, Americans for Prosperity. Now, it's supposed to be a libertarian group. Now, is it? Probably not. What it really is supposed to be doing behind closed doors is supporting more... Bush family endeavors. So we're talking about the regular rhino Republicans, Republicans in name only, Mitch McConnell types that want to be installed into the White House. So Vivek decided to, to call everybody out by saying Nikki Haley's donors. Now, Nikki Haley's donors, who are they? The Bush family people, the Koch brothers, Carl Rove's wife. You remember him? He was a big time Bush Jr. Um strategist and he's been on uh t television shows all over the place i mean the guy he just looks i don't know what he looks he looks like he needs to eat better um it looks like he he breaks out into a sweat if he just gets up from bed so that guy's wife is supporting nikki haley so nikki haley is not a republican she is engaging in rush limbaugh's style of operation chaos where you have a candidate that the opposing side would like to run against. And in this instance, it's Nikki Haley. Or they would prefer to have Nikki Haley in the White House because the Democrats know that they'd be able to deal with Nikki Haley, right? Because you have to look at this in another, uh, from another uh, angle. Do you really think most Democrat strategists would want another Hillary Clinton run or another Joseph Biden run? I've got news for you. The answer is no. No matter what any of the regular rank-and-file primary voters on the Democrat Party side think they like Joseph Biden, none of the strategists like him. None of the strategists want a Hillary Clinton run again. Um, so the big money that supports both parties and that wins no matter what, no matter who's in office, they want Nikki Haley. Vivek continues by saying that Ms. Haley's donors are preparing for a no-labels ticket that then takes votes away from Donald Trump in the general election. So no labels. Has anybody done any research about no labels? 
It is a party that is trying to sit there and convince you that, oh, we are the third way. We just want a middle-of-the-road candidate to bring America back to what it used to be before that traitorous dictator, Donald Trump. So yes, more Democrat, more Mitch McConnell-style uh, rules, more wars, and all the rest. No labels. If you look into it, who is it really formed by? It was formed by former senator from Connecticut, Joseph Lieberman, Democrat, one of the co-founders. There's three of them. One of the co-founders is a former speechwriter for Joseph Biden himself. So do you honestly believe that No Labels is searching for a third way, a middle-of-the-road candidate? No. What they're searching for is another Democrat candidate that could take away votes from Donald Trump or a MAGA-style ticket. That's what No Labels is all about. They're masquerading as, oh, we're tired of the nonsense. We don't want Biden. We don't want Trump. So what? You want Nikki Haley? That's your option? He goes and says, Vivek, I think it's very disappointing that that network has thrown its support behind a candidate who does not even stand for the principles that they claim to embody. And Nikki Haley is totally sideways on foreign policy stances. She's anti-free speech. So I invite them to reconsider their decision. And you know what? I'm optimistic at that. With some forethought, they actually will. So it's true. Do you remember that debate with Vivek and Nikki Haley? They're out there. Vivek said, called her out, that Nikki Haley wants to engage in more wars, send American troops across the planet to go after places like Russia or China or God knows what other country, maybe even Iran. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley couldn't even point out those places on a map where she wants American sons and daughters to die on the front lines of these defense industry-run wars. And he's exactly right. I mean, she, she sat on the board of Boeing. I mean, she dropped that position because she had to. Otherwise, she wouldn't get as far as she's getting. But honestly, do you really think that her financial ties aren't still connected to that place in one form or another? Maybe it could be with her wretched husband who was a contractor at some point? Do you honestly think that? I mean, yes, D Nikki Haley is all about that stuff. She wants those additional wars. And that's where this is going. I mean, that's what you really have to look, like, look at with all this. Nikki Haley bristled the other day, and she tried to attack Donald Trump by saying, Donald Trump is spending more time in the courtroom than on the campaign trail, more money on legal fees. That chaos and baggage will lead to a Biden victory in November and a president, Kamala Harris. Well, that's not exactly true, is it? Because we know for a fact that Donald Trump has got more support than anybody can even imagine. And we also know that she is nowhere to be found. In the New York Post, Republican presidential candidate Haley has become one of the better surrogates. And who would say something like that? Oh, I don't know. It was a Democrat. And that Democrat being California Governor Gavin Newsom. When you have the Koch brothers and the Bushes and Democrats like Gavin Newsom praising Nikki Haley, then you know 
That's the problem. You know that she is going to be the Democrat nominee. That's how you have to look at this. And you should also remember, Jamie Dimon came out a couple of months ago saying that, well, throughout the primary season, especially if some of these states have open primaries, then Democrats owe it to the Republicans to give them a fair choice instead of just automatically nominating Donald Trump. And what would that fair choice be? Jamie Dimon threw his weight behind Nikki Haley. Well, for God's sake, who would have thought that? Who would have thought a banker would support a candidate that wants to bomb more places and the bank could make a pretty penny by rebuilding those places once the conflict is over? Gee, I wonder why Jamie Dimon would want somebody like Nikki Haley. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, yes, it does. We all know what these elites want. There's a really, really large group on the Democrat side that masquerades as a philanthropic organization. We just like to help people. Arabella Advisors. That is how the money laundering operates. They don't disclose any sort of financial records. They don't detail any of their activities outside of so-called annual impact reports either. So nobody knows exactly what they're doing. And this is what's going on here when it comes to political parties and getting their financial infrastructure into place. They set up these organizations like Arabella. They claim it is for some altruistic reason, and then it allows very, very wealthy individuals, whether those people are citizens of the United States or not, remains to be seen, to dump their money into these organizations to distribute however they see fit. Remember what Act Blue was all about back in 2020. People thought that, oh, we need to help Black Lives Matter. Well, Black Lives Matter was the front organization for the Democrat financing company called Act Blue. If you decided to donate to, to Black Lives Matter, hello, Bank of America, hello, every single other major corporation in the United States who did that and virtue signaled all throughout the election cycle last time, um, that money was given to Act Blue. And then Act Blue decided to distribute those funds however they saw fit. And those funds basically went to Joseph Biden and, oddly enough, Bernie Sanders. So all of the voters out there that think, oh, we've got to help Black Lives Matter. We have to stand up for We hate racism. No, that was just a ploy to pull at your heartstrings so that they can get more money out of you. And you could feel good about yourself by saying, oh, look at this. I did something right. It was also a way for these major corporations to donate to what they claim to be an organization, Black Lives Matter, to fight against racism, when they all knew the money was going to the Democrat Party and the Di Democrat financing, essentially, agency in Act Blue. That's how all of this works. And so do you think that really stops or stopped last time? No, of course not. Of course not. This is all shadow campaign. It's all dark money nonsense. And... That's what we really have to be concerned about because with all of these organizations 
they're essentially engaging in money laundering. And it may be a legal form of money laundering, but let's be honest, that's what it is. You can't sit there as an organization or as a company, a major company in the United States and say, we don't want Donald Trump, but we can do it and fund the campaign against Donald Trump uh, under the guise of donating to civil rights in the form of Black Lives Matter. That's how all of this works. And Black Lives Matter, let me be honest with you, I mean, that that is a sham grifting organization. And there are sham grifting organizations on the Republican side, too, especially on the MAGA side, you've got a lot of people taking advantage of Donald Trump supporters and claiming this money is going to go to help out Donald Trump. It's going to get out the vote. It's going to audit ballots. It's going to sit there and demand to have electronic voting devices audited and all that. And then poof, the money just disappears and nobody knows what happens to all of these supposed worthwhile efforts. It's all grifting, grifting. So Pan-African Studies and Cal State University of Los Angeles professor Melina Abdullah decided to, oh, by the way, she is a leader within Black Lives Matter, or at least was, uh, she decides to come out and say that, well, it's slightly racist to be a Taylor Swift fan. I mean, I don't like Taylor Swift. I could care less if I ever saw her again, never mind even listen to one of her songs. But that's the kind of nonsense that we have to hear from these people. And these people are getting millions upon millions of dollars to engage in this kind of money laundering nonsense. And she was also the same kind of person that came out and said, Jussie Smollett, remember him? Uh, he was telling the truth. He did not lie about what he was doing. Remember that guy? He staged his own supposed racial attack and meanwhile, the people that actually attacked him were his friends, who also happened to be African-American, just like Jussie Smollett. So please stop. This is the kind of ridiculous mindset these people are engaging in and what we have to be aware of as this election cycle continues. Because honest to God, it's not going to change. It's just going to keep going and going and going. And they're going to try to play the same kind of the same kind of rhetoric all across this election cycle. Then this came out from Biden-Harris. A statement from Biden-Harris 2024 Black Media Director Jasmine Harris. So this is in reference to Donald Trump speaking in front of the Black Conservative Organization where he was getting standing ovations, the crowd loved him, and he just couldn't be more comfortable in front of those people. So Jasmine Harris decides to come out and say just endless streams of idiocy. The audacity of Donald Trump to speak to a room full of black voters during Black History Month as if he isn't the proud poster boy for modern racism. Um, no, no, the Democrats and you, Miss Harris, are the poster people for racism and keeping racism alive in this country. This is the same man who falsely accused the Central Park Five, questioned George Floyd's humanity. Um, that is a loaded statement. Compared his own MP. <laughs> Told you, fighting back coughs as we round this out. Compared his own impeachment trial to being lynched and ensured the unemployment gap for black workers spiked during his presidency. Donald Trump 
has been showing black Americans his true colors for years. An incompetent anti-black tyrant who holds us to such low regard that he publicly dined with white nationalists a week after declaring his 2024 candidacy. I mean, uh, enough. Enough. Let's talk about all of the black nationalists that engage in this ridiculous rhetoric all across this country. Um, let's talk about critical race theory. Let's talk about what Google is trying to shove down our throats with its blatantly racist Gemini artificial intelligence. I don't know if you saw any of this, but when people were asking Gemini to come up with images of people like the founding fathers, of Norsemen, of Nordic Vikings, then what was being shown was Africans. Right. So are you, when was the last time you saw a black Viking? As far as I know, the founding fathers were not African-American. So why is Google engaging in something like this? Well, we all know Google is extremely woke. And it actually refused to create any kind of white images, people that were white. That's how crazy Google has become. And so chat, the chat here for Google Gemini was put, pulled down so they can no longer create these images anymore because it was getting so much traction and they were catching so much heat that enough is enough. Uh, we need to do something about this. Um, so they tried to run this up the flagpole. Google chatbots AI images put people of color in Nazi era uniforms. Yes, people were asking, could you please generate images of Nazis? And Google's artificial intelligence decided to put together Africans in Nazi regalia. Yes, that's exactly what happened. That, that went too far. You can have black Vikings, you can have black founding fathers, but once you get black Nazis, then we're not in the right area. We've got to stop everything immediately. So that was a dry run, and that's what I'm talking about. They're going to use racism throughout this 2024 election cycle. They're going to use more lawfare and impose these violations of the Eighth Amendment against Donald Trump because they are terrified that Donald Trump will get back into office. They're going to cheat, and we have to stop them, and we have to hold them accountable. We have to be more vigilant than ever before, and it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of money. But I do believe we will be able to get these elections back to where they were. This is Unleashed on the America Out Loud Network, and I am Chris Michaels.